Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning into this Monday pod of Born to Be a Star. There's so much going on. There's war, other worlds. Somebody really cool passed away this weekend, and there's also an opportunity for us to appreciate God and Jesus Christ and church and believing in something. Today is another day, another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. For you to look in a mirror in front of you, whether it's in the bath, rather it's in the bathroom, your car, your phone, a pocket mirror, whatever you have, even if it's in the back of the door in your bedroom, wherever it is, you need to look in a mirror and say to yourself, yes, I can. Yes, I can decide I want to read a new book. Yes, I can decide I want to learn something new. Yes, I can decide I want to be better than what I was before. Yes, I can decide that I want to travel or I want to switch my styles or I want to move or I want a new car or I want a reusable bag for the gym or I want this or I want that yes I can decide that I want to change my life and I want to eat better I want to eat healthy I want to be a different person yes I can decide maybe I want to try a new cologne or a new perfume or maybe I want to plan out a vacation and I already have everything planned out for what I'm going to do when I get there yes I and yes we can decide we want to join a new book club or decide we want to uh, join a new shopping club. Yes, we can. Following the yes, we can is the never give up. Because if we give up, how are we going to get to the best part of the story? Typically, when is the best part of the story? At the end, right? That's where we figure out the happily ever after, correct? The happily ever after is not at the beginning. It's not at the middle. It's typically at the end. So we need to persevere and see things through to the end, even if it's difficult, even if it's something that feels like it's impossible for us to deal with. Death, sickness, unhealthiness, um, addiction, whatever it is, we need to get through it to get to the better parts of the story. You know what the better part of the story is? Surviving through something that is difficult. That is the better part of the story. Never give up on yourself or anybody else that you love. Because when you give up, you're showing that you're not willing to fight. And if you're not willing to fight, how are you ever going to succeed? Life is not easy. It is always hard. I, When I'm in church on Sunday with Father Ford, and I am Catholic, so I go to parish, um, and I listen to the, the word of the Lord, like yesterday, um, you know, uh, Father Bill was talking about everything happening in the world and all the craziness happening and um, the idea that do we understand Jesus because Jesus understands us. And he was talking about those commercials that talk about God, like Jesus understands me. And it just was like a circle for me, like a 380 circle for me that just made me feel like, you know, God does understand me and I do understand God too. Like regardless of the difficulty that I've experienced in my life, honestly, the best thing that I have ever experienced in my life is that he always gives you different chances and more opportunities. If you've messed up again or you failed at something, whether it's addiction or eating the wrong thing or something like that. I mean, I have polycystic ovary syndrome. 
And I thought I was doomed when it came to children. And granted, I haven't had any kids yet, but I plan on having them once we get everything together with where we're moving next, right? I thought that I had to continue to ask God for forgiveness, but that's not how he works. That's not how this works. I am always forgiven and he always loves me and it doesn't matter what I do. I am just a child of God and I follow in his footsteps and he can be used through me. I am just a vessel for his happiness. So that is guidance to me. That is guidance to the message of never give up because life is hard and you can't give up, right? We're getting closer to Thanksgiving, right? And I'm thankful for everything that God has given me, my family, my husband, our puppy, you know, our own families together and, and separate. I'm, I'm very grateful that God has given us time to grow and learn together and prosper. We are never alone because we always have each other. Outside of that, I'm grateful that God has brought me to where he's brought me with my career. It wasn't easy getting here. But now that I'm here, I don't want to be anywhere else. Right. I'm, I'm ready to fight for whatever's next. And following the never give up is why not today? Because procrastination and indecisiveness is not the answer. Continuing to be the person that said at some point I'm going to get to this. When are you going to get to it at some point? When? Like tomorrow or today? That's the question and we need to be searching for it like a good answer. Don't put things to the side. Be willing to fight for something that you believe in. And if you want to get something done, then don't wait forever to try to do it, right? If you need to paint the walls, if you need to redo the floors, if you need to move, if you need to set up a gym membership, if you need to start a book club, whatever it is that you need to do, find a way to do it and don't apologize for it. That's basically what I'm saying. Moving on from the mantra of the story is the headlines. Well, the world is going to shit. The United States doesn't have its pants on. And we're continuing to lie about reality. Honestly, at what point do we call a spade a spade? The idea that America wants to tell Israel what to do after their people got decimated and murdered is insane to me. Welcome to your Monday edition of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. I think it's insane that America wants to tell Israel anything. And I don't need to hear Biden talk about the fuck up that we did when 9-11 happened, because I can live with the fuck up that happened with 9-11. If your enemy messes with your people, you decimate them. That's it. There's no other conversation. The difference between Israel and the United States of America is night and day. Night and day. The United States does not have a army that is always ready to go. The United States has instilled in people they can be lazy, they can be unaccountable, 
and they can get away with it. We completely lie to everybody and tell them that the only thing that's most important with all this stuff is, you guessed it, sexuality. The ability for these people to have abortions. That's what they care about the most. But that that shouldn't be what we're talking about when we talk about army or an air force or reserve or the navy and the idea that that's a conversation at the top of the conversation is embarrassing right we need men and women that are going to go fight for our country because they believe in the united states of america and they believe in freedom that's what we're fighting for here But it's starting to feel like we're fighting for that. But these politicians we elected into these positions aren't. I don't know who voted for Joe Biden, but I can definitely tell you it wasn't me. And I can definitely tell you that today on the podcast, I'm not going to be using profanity and cuss words, although I certainly do mostly all the time, just because I'm a very emotional person. But I do believe that. There's going to be some consequences here. The consequences we are already seeing from these lackadaisical idiots are the inflation, which is at a high, and it's not going down. Another thing that we are seeing People can't afford to live. Everything is going up. Rent, mortgages, debt, everything is going up high and nothing is is coming back down. Now, if you make a certain amount of money or if you know how to save or if you know how to budget, it won't affect you that badly. But if you can't do any of those things that I just said, you're going to feel like you're in a rut. Every paycheck, you're going to feel like you're living paycheck to paycheck. And nobody wants to feel like that, right? This is... Biden's America. It's the Bidenomic plan. It's the Democratic Party. But the Democratic Party has been taken over by far leftist progressive idiots. AOC, who is one of these people that's in the limelight all the time, she cannot speak a sentence of clarity. Honestly. If it's one thing, it's another. And it's starting to become embarrassing. But that's these people. They want these progressive lunatics that want everything to be free. They want open borders. They don't want people to pay for things. And they want to punish people that have money by saying that everybody should be equal. That's not how this works. If you want power, you need to chase it. If you want money, you need to work hard for it. That's how this works. There's no handouts. That's not how you get anywhere. That's how you fail.
I don't know. I think we have to be careful with these decisions that are being made because they're going to affect these kids, man. Like, young people can't buy houses. People are moving back in with their parents because they can't afford shit. Because they don't have jobs that give them the ability to afford things. And I'm the first person to say that as an adult, you should be able to figure out how to have a a yearly salary that gives you the ability to not live in your mom's basement. But at the same time, I'm saying that. Where are these kids finding these jobs? Because they're not just graduating from college and they're going to make $125,000. That isn't happening. They might want that to happen, but that's not how it works. You know what they should do? They should get a certificate and be an electrician or do construction or drive trucks. Or work at a bank or do any of the... That is true. At a bank, you do need some sort of education. That is a requi- That's going to be a requirement at some point. But if you want to do, like Skip just said, trucking, an electrician, um, any, sort of any sort of infrastructure work, plumbing. plumbing, you don't need, like, an education to get into that. Like, you know, fi- laying down fiber for Wi-Fi or people that go in the houses and clean out the houses. That's more of like HGTV kind of stuff. I think that we have to set the trend here, and we haven't been setting the trend here. And there are problems, and I think that we created them. Like, Generation Z is generation free. They don't think they have to work. They don't think they have to follow any expectations. They don't think they need to be able to sign in cursive. They don't think they need to be able to hold the cognitive conversation. There's no working class anymore because there's now hiring signs everywhere and people don't want to have jobs. When people get free handouts, they assume that they're getting something for free, but they don't understand what they're signing up for. They are signing up for shackles. Biden doesn't know where he is, and he he says random stuff. Like, he's been to all these different places around the United States of America, like when that horror show happened in um, uh, Hawaii, and he didn't know what to say. Uh, he's been to different areas, and he basically just stands there like an idiot. Um, it's just embarrassing. He still hasn't been to East Palestine yet. I was hoping at some point he'd go. 
But I guess he's waiting. What's he waiting for? That's a great question. I don't know. He's confused. He doesn't know where he is. He's saying random things. It's embarrassing. And he really... People need to really consider what's happening. The main shooter commits suicide. Now, I don't know if he committed suicide. It's likely that he did because he didn't want to deal with the cops because, I mean, uh, there was going to be no easy takedown with that. I have more issues with this. Like, why wasn't he given the help that he probably needed? Why is the U.S. government, especially like the Pentagon and these agencies for our army so willing I think that it's horrible that that man shot 20 people and he wasn't he didn't receive the help that he needed when he needed it. He said he was seeing things. Did no one think it was important that maybe we should take his guns away? Why aren't laws being followed? Why are there homeless veterans in the United States of America being taken away from housing and food to give it to illegal aliens? Why are we doing this to our people? It's horrible. Just imagine that you seriously have like a an, a disability or a mental problem or you're hearing noises or you're seeing things or you have anxiety or who knows PTSD likely if you're in the army who knows what they see when they're doing things. Isn't it wrong that we have a government that does not understand that it's horrible not only is it horrible but this is what leads to these types of things in Connecticut there's a town called Sandy Hook and a kid took his mother's gun and shot up an elementary school he also killed his mother right do you know why he did that First of all, he probably did have problems and there shouldn't have been a gun there for him to have access to. This is the responsibility of these people's family members and the laws being broken around us. Because I don't want to hear you tell me I can't have a fucking gun. I don't want to hear you tell me I can't protect myself or my family. I'm tired of living in a state that even if I do have a gun license in, I can't shoot anyone or I'm going to be the one going to jail. That's what I'm saying. Of course he committed suicide. What else would he do? 
standing with Israel. I'm pledging my solidarity with Israel and Netanyahu. Um, I, I, I cannot be on the side with any of these other GOP pansies out here, right? Clearly, Israel needs to handle Gaza. And whatever way they see fit to do that in, I will stand behind them. Unfortunately, there are going to be people that are going to not make it, right? It's a war. It's called collateral damage. And typically that happens with Americans. But in this case, it, it might happen with Americans and Israelis. If this means some people have to be sacrificed for us to completely decimate Hamas, we're going to have to be okay with that. I don't think we should condemn Israel for what they're doing. I think we should stand beside them. And they are our ally here. And I think we have to understand that they're our ally and we have to fight with them. Maybe not on the ground, but we have to stand with them. If we hear someone being anti-Semitic against Jewish people, we should speak up and say, hey, that's not cool. And, and stop talking like that. We should. I don't think that when Kanye West made comments, and now I'm going to steer the conversation toward Candace Owens and the things that I've heard her say, because I agree with her in a lot of ways. I don't think when we heard Kanye West speaking words or that basketball player that clicked on that option on Amazon, I don't really think they were being anti-Semitic. I don't think they were saying anything against Jewish people to that extent. I, I, I don't think it's the same thing. All right. But I am going to say that I think the problem that Israel is going to have in America is that every time anybody says anything, like the action is, is horrible about it. But there is no sugarcoating or washing out that people were murdered and massacred in front of our eyes, tortured, right? And Hamas did it. And we're going to act like they didn't. I can't do that. I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to sit here and say it's okay because it is not okay. It's never been okay. And it's especially not okay right now. Israel has to fight. And if America just needs to shut up and let them do what they got to do. Moving into the next part of the conversation, the main part of the conversation, eliminating clutter. <coughs> As I die with allergies. We are. Going to be moving. At some point soon. In Jesus name. And I don't think we're going to bring. All the stuff we have with us. Wherever we're going. Uh, eliminating clutter. Means getting rid of things. That you don't necessarily need. That, that's taking up space. I mean if you don't need it. Why are you bringing it with you? Why are you keeping it? I used to be better at eliminating clutter, but as it gets colder, I get less energy for cleaning. But I think I'm at the point where I'm ready and willing to throw things out that is not needed. Because I don't like looking at junk everywhere. That drives me insane. So I'm really, I'm ready to eliminate things that are not needed anymore. I did spring cleaning. I did summer cleaning. And now it's time to do fall cleaning to get rid of the clutter. There's not really a lot of clutter here, but, you know, if there is some, I'll find it and I'll get rid of it. Next part of the conversation, 
And also, when you're moving into a new place, it's probably better to move into the new place without a lot of junky junk than with more junky junk. What flowers are the best? I don't know. Like, I like tulips. I like white roses, red roses. I mean, there's a bunch of flowers that I think are really pretty. Lilies are definitely a favorite. But I don't know if I necessarily have a... A flower that I like more than others. I don't I don't know if there's anything I like more than like a rose. Like I'm not really a flower person, so maybe I'm the worst person to ask about this. But what flowers are the best flowers? I think flowers that don't die as fast. And I think flowers that bloom. The employment issue is that people don't want to be employed. They don't want to be responsible and they don't work. I mean, it doesn't matter what field you work in, what genre you work in. You have to deal with people that don't want to come to work. You have to deal with people that don't want to be responsible. And you have to deal with people that just want to be lazy. Their idea of, you know, doing something good is them not doing anything. Imagine if people don't come to work, how are, how are you going to do it? I don't know. It's an irritating and an entire. <sighs> an entire generation of people don't think they have to work and, and they are okay with that. How do you think you're going to get stuff by doing nothing? Yes, that's exactly what they think. Family events. Take part in your family events, and whether it be Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, whatever it is, birthday parties, 4th of July, whatever it may be. Take part in the family events that you have. Spend time with your family members. Tell them that you love them because no day is promised and you want to have a really great family relationship with your brothers and your sisters and your nephews and your nieces or who else is there. Hopefully you're lucky enough to still have your grandparents. Fighting for love. Love is the one thing worth fighting for because when you find real love, that isn't something that you want to let go. That's something that you want to continue to fight for to keep with you. Accepting your reflection means you accept what you see when you look in the mirror. Maybe your hair color has changed. Maybe you've decided to put lip balm or lipstick on. Maybe you've shaved your face if you're a dude and you have a different look going on. But you need to look at your reflection in the mirror and you need to say to yourself when you see it, yes, I can. And you need to say to yourself when you see it, I will do this and then do it. Bad attitudes aren't good because bad attitudes. Honestly, I think that bad attitudes lead to the idea that you can like dismiss people or you can have opinions or you can be like disruptive and rude and disrespectful to people and that that's okay. And bad attitudes aren't okay. 
in any environment, in any working environment at all. Like, you need to find a way to be nice to people. And if you can't do that, then maybe you should find a way not to work around people at all. I'm just saying. Moving into food. Kitchen Nightmares, I'm obsessed. I've been watching... I started re-watching Kitchen Nightmares from the first season. I'm on season two now, and I love it. HCTV hasn't recovered from whatever slum that they're on. And I don't know. They have all these weird shows, and I don't even know half the people that are in them. I used to really be obsessed with HGTV. Christina on the Coast is not doing it for me, and they keep putting that on. I'm not really a fan of hers. But, I mean, she's okay. I like the show that she used to do with her ex-husband, Fixer Upper. I think that was the name of it. That one was really entertaining to me. I, I just like the idea of watching them fix something that could... You know, have potentially been like a, a complete nightmare, and then them fixing it and making it so someone else gets to live there. That to me is really special, right? It really is. So I'm obsessed with Kitchen Nightmares. There's new episodes of there, and then they have the old season. I'm watching the old season. I gotta catch up on the newer season. H, um, but that's on uh, Hulu, not HGTV. As far as HCTV goes, I haven't really watched anything on HCTV in a while. Sister Death, that looks okay. No Hard Feelings, that looks funny. Lupin, Mom watched it and she said it was good, so I gotta catch up with that. Pain Hustler. I think there's like a new movie on Netflix. The Nun 2. We watched The Nun 2 on Saturday. It was pretty good. What happened to Sabrina, the teenage witch? It got whack. I don't know. And then they like turned it off. Why do they always, like, ruin those kind of, like, teenage shows? Like, there was another one that they ruined, too, that I couldn't watch the end of. Beckham? Mm, question mark. Maybe I'll watch that. We'll see what happens. Moving into food with Star, Roasted carrots. I think that you could have roasted carrots with any, like, meaty meal. And I'm talking about, like, steak or pot roast or anything like that. Or even maybe fish, like, uh whiting uh roasted carrots is a great option for a side dish apple delight that's like sort of like a apple like maybe not a turnover but something similar to a turnover uh obviously you want to have a little bit of like cake involved in it and i think you'll be very excited with the the delicacy of the apples very good potato rolls uh obviously you're going to want to find a good recipe for it Make it and see if you like it. Jalapeno deviled eggs. So how do you make jalapeno deviled eggs? So you boil eggs, right? Then you, you know, you, you do what you normally do with deviled eggs. You take out the center of the egg. You make the yellow part and you add in everything you want to add into that. Whether it be bacon, sour cream, whatever you want to add into it. The only difference between regular deviled eggs... And jalapeno deviled eggs is that first you get cayenne pepper and then you get jalapeno. So every time you have a deviled egg, you put a jalapeno on top of it. Very great. I feel like 
the jalapeno devil eggs are very good. You want to make sure everything's seasoned and flavorful. Obviously, you want to add in your relish or your uh, celery. Make sure you chop everything up to the correct portion. Mix everything together. And you'll be very surprised. Apple cider muffins. That sounds bomb to me. So basically, you're doing everything that you typically do when you're making muffins. You're adding in apples. And you're adding in the, the flavor and the depth of apple cider. Uh... I really think you want the consistency and the, the flavor there. Cauliflower hummus bowls. So you got the cauliflower rice. You got the hummus. You can add in the meat, whatever other toppings you want in it. I think you'd be very proud and excited about that. If you can do that on your own, you can find the... I think that apple cider muffins are easy to make. You just make the, you know, like the dough for the apple cider. You can add in the apples. You can add in the... There's a way to make it taste like, you know, it's coming fresh out of the oven of like your favorite bagel place or your favorite muffin joint and really have it have that texture. And that's important, especially with muffins or bagels or whatever. The cauliflower hummus bowl, I mean, mm, don't you want that? So you want to make the cauliflower rice, but you want to like make it so it's kind of fried cauliflower rice than the hummus. You know, you mix the hummus up, you make, maybe make it a little spicy, add some chicken, maybe some avocado, you know, some tomatoes, really give it all the flavor it needs. The buffalo chicken soup. So you have the buffalo sauce, you have heavy cream. You have jalapenos. Put some cheese and mix it together. I think you'll be very surprised. That, my friends, is the end of this Monday pod. Thank you for tuning into the Monday edition of Born to be a Star. And before I start the podcast, I would like to send prayers to Matthew Perry. And his family in Los Angeles, California. I'm I'm very sorry for your loss. He passed away over the weekend. And it, it's really sad for me. Because I watched Friends multiple times. And he was one of my favorite characters. I followed him throughout the years. I followed him on social media. Just an amazing guy. Just, you know, just a regular everyday Joe. And he was just so talented and so amazing and so authentic and so original and it really really just makes me sad that we keep losing people like this we lost Suzanne Summers already we're losing 
real stars here and it's really upsetting to me i'm just grateful that i was able to see the friends and be a part of it and i hope that once i start having children i can get them involved in it as well i'm really excited about that so he won't be someone that's forgotten he'll always be chandler to me and i always love him when he's in the apartment with joey and they're having all the fun and then he ends up marrying monica in the end and they end up moving to connecticut and it will always be my most favorite series that has ever been on television ever. Friends is my top number one show. And it will always be that. So I'll be there for you. Because you're there for me too. Rest in peace, Matt Perry. Uh, hope you're in heaven. Knowing that we're all down here watching your show with you. We'll see you soon, brother. Thank you for all your hard work and your dedication and your originality. May your family have love and peace and know that, you know, you are missed by everybody down here. Thank you for being Chandler and we'll miss you forever. Sincerely, Star. And that is the end of the show. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. Rest in peace, Matt Perry. Don't forget to eat healthy and watch good things too. See you tomorrow. Bye.